Welcome to another episode of the Marketing Analytics Show, the podcast that helps you get better at marketing analytics. This podcast is brought to you by Supermetrics. Over half a million marketers use Supermetrics to move data from popular marketing platforms such as Facebook, Google Analytics, and HubSpot to their favorite analytics, reporting, and data warehouse tools, including Google Sheets, Excel, Google Data Studio, Google BigQuery, and more. Give Supermetrics a spin and search a 14-day free trial at supermetrics.com. I'm your host, Anna Shutko, and today we have a surprise episode. You'll hear from Alexander Cardwell, a head of product marketing at Supermetrics, and Katie Oakes, who's a senior product marketing manager at Spotify. They will discuss everything you need to know about digital audio advertising. You'll learn what the benefits and drawbacks of digital audio advertising are, how digital audio can complement other paid channels, what kind of campaigns are suitable for audio ads, and how to measure and optimize your campaign performance. I hope you'll enjoy this episode. To have you join us here today um, and, and chat about digital audio advertising, maybe you want to give us a few words on, on who you are, um, where you're from, and, and what brings you here today. Of course, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to chat with y'all today. Uh, my name is Katie Oakes. I'm on the product marketing team here at Spotify, um, and I specifically focus on advertising products, so products to help businesses of all sizes reach the Spotify audience uh, with a really engaging message and format. Awesome. Well, hey, it's it's really great to really great to have you here. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, my name, for for those of you tuning in, my name is Alex. I'm the head of product marketing here at Supermetrics, really interested in anything and everything marketing data related, but I will admit that digi digital audio advertising is kind of, I'm, I'm a bit of a novice in that um, in that area, so which is great, why it's great that we have you here, Katie. Um, and yeah, before we hop into actually discussing the, the first topics, just a quick look uh, to what we'll be covering here. Um, we'll first chat a little bit about digital advert, uh, audio advertising in general. We'll go through what it is, what are some of the benefits and trends. Then we'll take a look at Spotify ads um, in, in, in more detail. Uh, have a few slides to show you on that. And then we'll talk a little bit about how Supermetrics and Spotify ads work together. Um, at any point throughout the discussion, uh, we have a bit of a, or a Q&A tab there, bottom of the screen. Feel free to drop any questions in at any point, and uh, me and Katie will pick them up probably towards the end. We're, we're, we're looking, we have around 45 minutes of content here, see, plus minus a few minutes, and then uh, a bit of time for Q&A towards the end. All right, Katie, but you ready to hop into it? Let's do it. All right. So first thing we wanted to chat about uh, with you guys today is just digital advertising in general. And, you know, my first question is obviously the, the name, you know, people kind of uh, may grasp uh, the name and kind of figure out what it's all about. But what how would you explain it? What is digital audio advertising? Yeah, it's a great question. And, you know, you mentioned at the beginning that you're maybe not as familiar with this space. You're not alone. Um, it's something that has been really rapidly growing in the last few years. And so I'm really excited to get down to basics and start chatting about what this is. Um, I think before I answer the question, what is digital audio advertising? I have to answer the question, what is digital audio? Um, and so you can think about uh, really digital audio is listening to music or podcasts um, or other emerging audio formats like live audio, audio books, um, and it's when they're listened to online. So through an app, on a website, uh, through a connected device, a smart device, or a connected car. Um, and you can think of it as sort of opposed to more traditional audio or terrestrial radio, um, other types of audio that you might listen to that's not connected to the internet. Um, so that's what digital audio is. Um, and digital audio advertising, very simply, is advertising that reaches people as they're listening to um, or engaging with those digital audio um, that digital audio content. Yeah. And that's cool. I, I like how you kind of uh, juxtapose those a little bit, just audio advertising or audio in general versus video, digital audio. I, I, I read from somewhere, I think it was maybe even on the Spotify advertising blog that the first audio, just general audio ad ran in 1922. So it's actually the one 100 year anniversary of audio advertising. Do you, do you guys have anything big planned for the 100 year anniversary? 
Uh, that would be a great idea. We have a full year to think of something. Um, but yeah, I mean, the medium of audio has been around for a really long time. You think about, um, you know, stories of your grandparents or great grandparents gathered around the radio listening to stories. And even before that, like way, way back in the day, storytelling being really an audio first format. So um, audio has been around for a long time um, and really it's it's bringing it into the digital age. All right. We're, we're, we're kind of putting it maybe in a form that a lot of people are a little more comfortable with uh, these days. But yeah, um, going on, I think you you might have touched, or we kind of touched on this a little bit already, but what are the real benefits of, of digital audio advertising? I mean, for me, if I think of, you know, if I'm listening to something and I get an ad, my device is probably in my pocket. I tend to skip skip the ads a little less. I mean, and in general, they tend to be a little more engaging. I'm kind of in the, that mindset already that I want to, I want to listen to something, and especially if the ad is really related. Um, so I feel like I skip audio ads a little less, or digital audio ads. Um, but what are some other? What are some real benefits? Yes, yeah, certainly, it's it's all about that engagement, and it's really about reaching people where they are already listening. Um, and one of the things that I think is is really important to start with is the growth that we're seeing in consumption of digital audio. Um, and I know I can speak for myself, especially over the last few years, um, screen fatigue has become a really real problem, you know, sort of bombarded with media that's visual in a lot of different areas uh, throughout your day. Um, and a lot of people are starting to use audio in particular as a bit of an escape from that. Um, we found that 79% uh, of audiences have turned to digital audio as a tool to combat that screen fatigue. Um, and one in three have said that they're actually looking forward to listening to more digital audio as a result of the pandemic and sort of all that bombardment of, of sort of screen time that we mm -hmm. have in front of us now. Um, and I also think it's important to mention that it, it's an element of wellness as well. Um, we ran a study last year that we call Culture Next, so we do every year, so there will be more data to come um, shortly. Um, but last year, we saw that both millennials and Gen Zs consider audio not just entertainment, but a really integral part of their own wellness um, menu for themselves. 83% um, of millennials and 69% of Gen Zs agree that they use audio to reduce their stress levels. Um, so I think that's a really real reason why we've seen, especially over the last five years or so, a real increase in listening um, and really audio first formats. Um, and that's what makes it such a great place for advertising too. It's a clutter-free environment. You know, you're really speaking to people directly through their ears. Um, it's, you're not, you're not like worried about all the different pop-ups that might be covering your ad or people scrolling right past, right? right? It's like a very engaging, uh, direct conversation in those screenless moments where it's otherwise really hard to reach people. Um, and, you know, it's a really engaging format, as you mentioned, Alex. Um, it's, uh, it's something people are already in the mindset to listen and learn and be entertained. Um, and so it's a really trusted and engaging space. And I, I know we have some, some stats that I'll be sharing later about how uh, we've actually measured like the, the impact on the brain of listening to audio compared with engaging with other formats. Um, and it, it really improves um, memory retrieval, activation of reward centers in your brain, um, driving deeper memory encoding, which obviously is really important for advertisers who are looking to get their brand uh, remembered and, and heard about. That's super cool. And I like I didn't I never really thought about that, that it act really actually activates different parts of the brain. Whereas, you know, if you get a pop up on your screen, maybe you're, you're, you're it activates the wrong, the wrong area, at least in my brain. But, uh, but in audio advertising, it's a little different. And I mean, I can, can attest to that. I listen to a lot of like my, my major source of, of, uh, media consumption these days are podcasts and just in, in audio formats. So can definitely, definitely attest to that. How about like, obviously we dropped, we, talked really quickly about um, about the benefits here. Are there maybe any drawbacks to uh, to digital audio ads? Yeah, I think one of the biggest ones that keeps people from getting started is just they don't know how to get started with audio, especially from a creative perspective. If you've never made an audio ad before, it can be really hard to understand, you know, how do I pull this together? I maybe don't have that expertise in-house to do it myself. Maybe I don't have someone in-house with an amazing you know, voice talent uh, capability. And so getting started is really um, a big barrier to a lot of people who are interested in audio, but just haven't done it before. Um, I will say that through our own self-service ad manager at Spotify called Spotify Ad Studio, um, we do a lot of that work for you. So if you've never created an ad before, uh, an audio ad before specifically, um, we can help you with best practices in typing up a script. And then as soon as you submit that script, 
at no extra charge to you. Uh, we'll get a professional voiceover artist to record that script. We'll mix it with a background track that you select. Um, we'll, we'll make it sound really professional and strong so that you're putting your best foot forward. Um, so really trying to reduce that kind of barrier to entry that it can be a little intimidating at first. That's, uh, and, and I'm glad you bring that up because actually, you know, running up to the, to the, to the session, we ran some of our own. I mean, we've been, we've been dabbling in, in digital audio advertising before, but now, especially leading up to the session, I mean, we, we ran some, some more um, extensive and sophisticated campaigns uh, through, through Spotify, uh, through Spotify ads. And it was interesting because we kind of just gave you the brief and you guys just ran with it and produced the whole thing. And it was really interesting because we had a, we had um, the clip that came back, we were listening back to it. And it was really fun to hear someone speak about super metrics that you don't recognize. Cause usually we're used to hearing our own people talk about it. And we played it at our, um, at our company, all hands uh, a week ago and, and everybody was super excited for it. So it's really cool that you kind of provide that full service and, and really, like you said, lower that barrier to entry. And I guess, you know, in, in general, like at least thinking from, from our experience, audio advertising is, is such a new format that somehow I feel like many advertisers may not know how it fits into their stack and how it fits into their other uh, ad mediums. But I think that's, that's what we're here to, to solve today. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up that story of listening to your own ad. Something yeah. that we talk about a lot at Spotify is um, the theater of the mind is um, audio also really gives you the opportunity to tell a story and let the listener sort of take over with their imagination and visualize what you're saying in a way that's much more cost-effective than producing like a really, you know, high, high touch video ad, for example, to right. bring that to life visually. Um, and so there is something really special about hearing about your brand and hearing your story and sort of letting the audience um, fill in the visual details for themselves. Right, right. It was it, uh, honestly, it, it got some. It's got some pretty, pretty good applause. People were not <laughs> expecting to hear it, and uh, uh, but it's 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 really cool. So it's it's it's. I think it's a it's a fresh it's a fresh take in general, and it's just kind of like like you said at the beginning. We're so used to the kind of the the, the other mediums of, of advertising that it's nice to have a bit of a break in that flow and and try out some different channels. All right. Uh, and then maybe before we go on to just talk about talking about Spotify ads specifically, uh, wanted to talk a little bit about trends. So are there any, what are some major trends that you're seeing in, in audio advertising or, or digital audio advertising per se? Yeah, I think we're seeing trends um, of growth in digital audio, both on the consumption side and on the ad spend side. So I started to mention already um, how much more time people are spending with digital audio, but just to bring that concretely to life, um, an e-marketer study from October of last year showed that users now spend more time with digital audio than any other media throughout their day. Um, so really seeing that rapidly increase and that time spent is, is really high. Um, and subsequently, ad spend is rising as well. Um, so uh, for the first time in 2021, uh, digital audio ad spend surpassed traditional audio, like radio spend um, in the U.S., and that's... Um, uh, it was really exciting, of course, for us to see, um, but it's, it's following that, that trend of consumption on, on, the, uh, on the user side. Um, and then, you know, something else that's really trendy right now, you already brought it up, Alex, is podcasts. Um, you know, we, we've talked about the growth of listening to digital audio overall, but the consumption of podcasts have really, really blown up in the last uh, couple of years. And so that's something that Spotify is putting a lot of attention on um, and really trying to innovate um, advertising offering there too, um, because it's just such an engaging medium. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, it, it takes me back because I was at a conference. I, I think the first face-to-face -face conference I was at after the, after the pandemic, well, I guess you know, that was, I guess we're still in the pandemic, but uh, we had a big, there's a, there's a um, tech conference in, in Helsinki called Slush. And there was the, I, I believe it was the CTO or, or um, someone from Spotify talking about the Spotify podcast platform and how the, the innovation that was made around that and like how it's making it more accessible and everything. So really cool to see how this is kind of all blending, uh, blending together. And and in terms of like, I was also trying to read up on these trends before, you know, as we were planning out the session and like, it was, it's really cool to think about how you can really target 
ads in a very different way. Like I read an example of a, um, a sports brand advertising running shoes in like workout playlists. And you're already, you know, working out, you're in that mindset and you hear, you know, um, you might have a, a pleasant sounding ad for running shoes. It's a really kind of cool, cool trend. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. And I think we'll talk about this a little bit later too, but um, I, I know myself personally, I, I soundtrack each moment of my life in a different way. And so if I'm cooking dinner, I pull up a cooking related playlist. If I'm yeah, working out, yeah, yeah. a lot of running playlists, right? And so um, we actually do have a lot of really interesting data that can be used to really match um, the message of the ad in the right moment. Yeah, yeah, 100%. There's, actually, there's, a, good, there's a good question in that. Uh, audience from anonymous attendee. Can we hear the ad they're talking about? We won't play the ad right now, but I don't know. Maybe we can we can figure out a way to distribute that afterwards. Or you should just listen to some podcasts on on Spotify, and uh, and and you'll get it there. All right. But yeah, I think uh, in the interest of time, I think we can keep on moving and maybe start talking about Spotify ads specifically. So in terms of in terms of the actual platform or the actual act of, of advertising on, on Spotify, I guess the first question that people typically will have is what kind of audience uh, can you reach? So maybe do you have any thoughts on what type of audiences are, are typically uh, best reached through, through Spotify ads? Yeah, we have, um, we have actually quite a wide range of listeners on Spotify. Um, I will say that we are particularly good at reaching uh, trendsetters um, and, and younger audiences. So uh, we reach over 90% of Gen Z internet users and more than half of all millennials in the US. Um, and that's based on data from Comscore. Um, we also... Uh, because we have a logged in environment. So whenever, you know, for those of you who have never used Spotify before, you create an account and then you can listen to Spotify across all of your different devices using that same sort of logged in information. Um, and that allows us to, you know, understand a persistent identity across our devices um, and, and really offer some really interesting first party data um, to use for targeting. So we already started talking about this, um, but we're really able to help you match uh, your message to our really engaged audience in the right moments across their day. Um, and so there's in the moment targeting, right? That's, that's based on those contextual moments like cooking or working out or focusing and the playlist or the content that they're listening to kind of at that exact moment. Um, and then we also can use our, our data um, to understand you know, based on what they've listened to in the past across music and podcasts, what are some topics that they've expressed interest in? So um, things like education or fitness or business, parenting, gaming, you name it. Um, we have a bunch of categories based on that sort of historical listening data um, that uh, we can use to help you find the right audience. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome. And I think uh, another one, I saw someone had this kind of quickly in the in the in the chat, but in terms of like demographics, are there any specific demographics that are that are uh, easier to reach through Spotify ads, or is it kind of across the board? I think it really is across the board. Um, I mean, I mentioned the the like Gen Z and millennial audience we're particularly strong in, but we have listeners, you know, across all age ranges, all genders, um, really around the globe. So um, really, something for everyone there. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Um, then I think uh, a lot of people will also be interested to uh, to hear and just understand maybe what makes what makes Spotify ads unique in terms of digital audio advertising. Yeah. Yeah. So we've already talked about how engaging digital audio is overall. Right. Um, I think it's important to call out that there's something about Spotify and the way that Spotify curates the listening experience and that discovery process that makes mm -hmm the ads on Spotify even more engaging than average. Um, and so our, our ad supported listeners spend uh, on average 2.6 hours a day listening to Spotify um, across their different devices. Again, that's Comscore data. Um, and uh, we found, I mentioned that, that study we did that sort of analyzed the, the effect of Spotify ads and digital audio advertising on your brain. Um, we found in that study that um, Spotify's ads specifically drove higher engagement than TV, than digital video, than social media, and even higher than other digital audio platforms. Um, and so that was really exciting to just kind of show how that, that relevance and the ability for us to really curate that listening experience is, is coming to life, even in like the signals in your brain. Um, it was really exciting to see. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that, that's just, I mean, it's, 
it's a very, very different type of world uh, if you think about it in, in terms of, of, of other advertising media. And I think 2.6 hours, uh, I think we had a discussion with a, with some friends because the thing that Spotify does always at the end of the year is the kind of yearly roundup and it tells you how much how much music you've been listening to. And one of my buddies was like, he's been listening to like seven hours of music a day for an entire year. So the, the 2.6 is probably some kind of average or median. It's an average, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm definitely up there as well. Um, of course, um, yeah, I spend a lot of my day listening to yeah. Spotify. Yeah, yeah. All right. And then I guess another another great question is this, we've been talking um talking a lot about about digital audio advertising as as, as a channel as a, as a medium to, to reach people how does spotify ads complement other channels maybe yeah it's a great question um i think there's a couple of ways that i can uh address this so uh first one is um you know, you're uh, filling in the gaps in the listener's day with those screenless moments that I mentioned before, right? So in moments where other media is not gonna reach them, you have that direct line of communication um, into their ears. Um, we also have done some studies to just look at the incremental reach that Spotify provides above and beyond other channels. Um, and so on average, Spotify delivers um, a 21% incremental reach over and above TV in the US. Um, and a 16% incremental weekly reach um, over and above social digital platforms. Um, and even when you, you know, narrowly look at other platforms like TikTok or Snap, Spotify in, in combination with those other platforms can double the unique reach that you can achieve on just one of them. Um, and that's all data based on, on Nielsen's um, recent study called The Mixer. Um, so that's that's one way that I would say, you know, you're, you're reaching a broader audience in those moments that they're otherwise not able to be reached. Um, the other thing I would say is that we found that audio as a, as a medium really boosts the results of other formats. So actually, it might be surprising for you all to hear, we don't just offer audio ads on Spotify, we also offer video advertising. Um, and so uh, in those moments where people are actively engaging with the app, scrolling through, creating a playlist, those are the moments that we would target them um, when they're in focus with a video ad. Um, and we've seen that on Spotify, even alone, um, audio ads really supercharge the, supercharge the impact of um, video ads. When you run a multi-format campaign that includes both audio and video, we've seen uh, nearly 2x the ad recall and um, more than 2x the increase in brand awareness compared to just running that video ad alone. So again, it's that sort of ability to uh, to engage the listener in these other moments and with a different type of storytelling that really like right. brings it home. Yeah, it's kind of like almost almost acts as a way to enhance enhance uh, other channels as well. And yeah. kind of going a little back to to what I was discussing about earlier, like the example of the the, the sports brand and the running shoes, your the ability to at least I feel like it's uh, it's it, you have a way of targeting people in quite a specific mood that you might not be able to do in other channels, and that kind of paired with uh, you know retargeting in other channels is is really a at least a, a, a key selling point for for myself. Yeah, and it can it can offer some really creative um, use cases as well. This was a few years ago, but I think it's still far and away my favorite campaign that we've ever partnered with a, a client on. Um, there was a campaign we ran with Snickers, and I don't know if everyone's aware of Snickers' kind of longstanding campaign that you're not you when you're hungry. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so they came to Spotify and they were sort of like, how can we use this sort of contextual information that you all have on your listeners to create a really creative, like fun campaign around it? Um, and what they did, and this is more of a bespoke sort of custom solution, right? But the type of thing that you can work with Spotify to do um, is they were able to create uh, a target audience of people who are listening to content that was very unlike what they typically listen to. Um, so yeah. let's say you typically listen to really chill music and mm. you find yourself listening to like heavy metal one day, you could be targeted with an ad that's like, are you hungry? Like, you're not really acting like yourself. And it was, it was part of their broader campaign. Um, and, and so that was a, a really fun sort of way of using that data in a really unique way. That's so cool. And it really ties into their whole kind of brand, uh, brand narrative. That's, that, that, that's cool. That's, that's thinking outside the box. Yeah. Um, I guess, you know, that, that leads, leads me on pretty well to the next question, which like in general, are there some specific types of campaigns that, that work particularly well on Spotify ads? 
Yeah, great, great question. Um, so, so one thing I'll say, I mentioned before that we have a self-service ad manager called Spotify Ad Studio. And really our goal for that channel is to make it as easy as possible for any type of business, um, whether you're a small local business or a massive you know, Fortune 500 company um, to really run ads uh, on Spotify and reach that right audience. And so we've seen a lot of success really from, from across very different verticals. Some of the industries that I think especially have found success on the self-service tool Ad Studio include, as you can imagine, uh, music and other entertainment companies, um, but also CPG, tech, education, B2B, automotive, retail, nonprofits, government. So it really does run the gamut, the types of industries that have found success with Spotify. Um, I think some other things to keep in mind about when Spotify is a really great opportunity. Um, one is if you want to run regional campaigns um, within Ad Studio, you have the ability to target down in, in most locations down to the postal code level. Um, so you can really get creative with um, your messaging and, and really targeting sort of a, a specific audience um, based on, on where they live. Um, the other thing that we've seen as a trend, especially in the last uh, couple of years as um, the pandemic has, has risen up, is the need for advertisers to be able to really quickly do creative swaps um, and, and make changes to their creative kind of on the fly. Um, and audio is actually a, quite an easy and, and low cost type of creative where you can do that much more easily than you could with, say, like a video ad, right? Um, and so we've seen a lot of campaigns in the last couple of years uh, where advertisers really lead into that ability to make changes um, and adjust their messaging along the way. Awesome. I think, uh, and you gave a great, great, you know, a few really good kind of vertical examples there, but uh, it, it really interesting to hear that it's kind of something that, that is again, used across the board and there's, you know, any, any, anyone from an education company to or an education, an educational institution to Snickers can, can find some, can, can find some success there. Well, I think we have, uh, now we'd probably like to look through, through a few examples and a few slides, just really uh, detailed more on, on the product and, for that, I guess the best way for us to do this is you, you, you keep talking and I'll just tell me when to switch the slides and, and, and we'll go, uh, we'll go from there, but, uh, let's start, start out with maybe the, the audio, uh, audio experience. Yeah. So, um, wanted to just quickly show, cause I know not everyone on the line is a Spotify user or a free Spotify user who's, you know, been exposed to advertising. So I wanted to start by just showing what that experience looks like for the listener. Um, so the audio experience, whether on mobile or desktop, looks like this. Um, obviously, there would be an audio ad playing. We didn't get that set up and synced with, with this slide. Um, but you have this full screen kind of moment within the, the, um, the mobile version of the app where you get to have a companion image, a clickable call to action, and then the audio ad playing um, throughout the duration. Um, and as you can see, it's, it's very much 100% share of voice. There's no other ads in that moment that are kind of uh, taking away the attention of your brand. Um, so that's something that a lot of our advertisers find value in. Um, right. If you go to the next slide, you can see uh, what the video experience looks like. So I mentioned that we have video ads as well on Spotify, um, and those are only going to play when the screen is in focus. So if someone's got it in their pocket, um, if they've got it playing through a speaker or something like that, uh, we will only serve audio ads in those moments. Uh, but when we know that they have the screen up and in focus, um, we'll take advantage of those in focus moments and, and play a video ad. Very cool. Yeah. And I, I, that was something that I didn't, uh, cause I, when, when we were experimenting with our, uh, we experimented specifically on the podcast side and we were just running kind of an audio ad and, you know, to hear this way, how you can make them, uh, make them work together and enhance them. I feel like adding the video, adding the video experience to the whole, uh, to the whole audio advertising is super, super cool. Yeah, we definitely find that um, sort of multi-format approaches on Spotify really work very well. Mm -hmm. So how about then if, if we think about just like in general building building a campaign, how would you go about just building literally your, your first campaign on Spotify ads? Yeah, so um, right in here, you can see some screenshots of what Spotify Ad Studio looks like when you're building a campaign. Um, we organize our campaigns at sort of the overarching campaign level, and then you can have multiple ad sets within a campaign and multiple ads within each of those ad sets, very similar to how other ad managers um, across the industry organize uh, their campaigns. 
Um, and so at the campaign level, you know, really the goal is to create an overarching folder to, to capture all of your ad sets. So you add a name um, and then you select what you're promoting, uh, whether that's a brand, product or organization. Um, we do have some additional features available for people who are promoting artists' music on Spotify or a concert or artist merch. Um, and so depending on which ones you select, you might unlock uh, some additional features there. Um, and then you go into the ad set level, if you go to the next slide. Um, and the first thing that you'll do here is, is select your placement. Um, I will call out that um, podcast advertising right now is only available in the US, but it's something that we're looking to expand um, across, you know, across the world in the next uh, uh, few months and, and year. Um, so in this example, we'll show you what that music flow looks like. So if you are choosing to place your ads in music, um, the next step would be to choose your format. So you can see that we have audio, we have uh, video that's horizontal and video that's vertical as well. Um, and so in this example, let's say we choose audio um, and you can see that you can also select platforms. So if there's a reason that you want to target mobile only or desktop only, you can do that as well. Although we generally recommend that you target all platforms um, unless you have a real specific reason to do otherwise. And actually one thing, like just to go back just a tad, cause you mentioned po uh, podcast ads being only available in the U S in, mm -hmm. in general, you know, the rest of the advertising formats, are they available? There's just a question about this in the chat. What's their kind of global availability right now? Uh, between audio and video. Is that? Yeah. 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 So everything else we're showing outside of podcasts is globally available um, in most markets. Um, I think we're live in somewhere around, 23 or 24 markets around the world. Um, so if you if you have a specific uh, market you're interested in, um, let us know and we can we can let you know whether we're live there. I think it, I think it was El Salvador that was oh, that was mentioned. I I don't know that we're live. I don't think we're live in El Salvador yet, but uh, we certainly can can look into adding that to our roadmap. Here's um here's plus one for for El Salvador on the roadmap. Thanks for joining us, El Salvador. <laughs> And then uh, like from here, maybe, I don't know, uh, scheduling and, and budgeting, how do you work with that on the campaign level? Yeah, so um, it's it's really quite easy. Once you select your format and your placement, um, you just input your parameters around your schedule and your budget. So a start and end date, you can select a specific start and end time as well. Um, and then you can really select kind of whatever budget you're looking to run. Uh, the minimum spend is $250 in the US and roughly the equivalent in all other market currencies. So um, you really can get started with a fairly low cost of entry. Um, we have some pre-populated budgets here, but you can really run kind of insert a custom amount to whatever type of budget you'd like. Mm -hmm. um, you can also see uh, that we offer frequency capping frequency capping. And so um, if you turn that on, you can designate, you know, I don't want my ad to run more than four times per day or 10 times per week or a certain number of times per month. And then in terms of targeting, because there are a lot of questions in, in the audience in, in terms of targeting, I think you have a, you have a slide on here. So how does really targeting work on the campaign level? Yeah. So um, for each ad set, you can set up different targeting. Um, you'll first select which country you're targeting in. So if you want to run a multi-market campaign, you'd have to set up a different ad set for each country. Um, but then within each country, you can get down, as I mentioned, um, with location targeting, like really down to as, as local as postal code, um, but also region, state, um, DMAs in the US. Um, so there's a lot of different ways you can cut those locations. Um, and then you can see demographic targeting as well. We offer age targeting. Um, we also offer uh, targeting on gender. Um, so those kind of standard, standard demographics are available. As you start to select your target audience, you'll see on the right-hand side, um, you'll see a sort of a module that tells you what your likelihood to deliver your budget is. Um, so that's based on the schedule you've inputted, the budget and your target audience. And that can help you decide, you know, am I getting too niche with my audience? Um, maybe I, I'm not likely to deliver my budget in full. And so in that case, uh, you might either choose to spend more budget or widen out your audience or widen out your flight dates um, to just kind of get that balance right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I remember when we were setting these up, those were kind of the, the key levers we were playing with to, mm -hmm. to, to make sure we were kind of staying on pace, uh, staying on pace there. And uh, you had the, we talked about the additional targeting options and the additional you know ways you you, you mentioned you mentioned gender and you mentioned uh, a few other things here. But what are some of the other like uh, like the the things that you can use to to 
target on Spotify ads, things that I think, I guess, you know, looking at these on the screen, things that you really couldn't target on uh, based on, you know, say uh, a, a general, maybe a social media ad or, or a TV ad, especially. Yeah. Yeah. This is, um, this is really where uh, Spotify um, sort of differentiates ourself with, with how you can set up these campaigns. Um, and so we talked a little bit about interest targeting. Um, that's a really popular way to target listeners. And it's based on their historical listening data, whether to different playlists or different podcasts um, on different devices. Um, and so I mentioned some examples of some of those interests that are available. It's like fitness and business and um, really runs the gamut across a lot of different categories um, that you can really get uh, really confident that you're reaching people that are interested in your type of product or service. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one here is real-time context. So we talked about this one as well. This is all about reaching people in the context or in the moment um, of when they're doing a certain activity and, and listening to a specific playlist. Um, so the example we gave before was if someone's listening to a, a running playlist, that might be a perfect time to target them with um, an ad for running shoes or a sports drink or, or something related to that moment and activity. Um, And then we have genre targeting, and um, this is all about targeting people based on the genre of music that they're listening to right before they hear the ad. As you can imagine, this is really effective for um, folks who have more of like a music strategy or are promoting music-related products and and, um, services. Um, But it also can be really well used to make sure that the um, creative of the ad that you're running kind of melds together with the listening experience. So if you're using a background track that's really like hard rock, uh, it might make sense to target people who are listening in similar genres so that you're really kind of creating that consistent listening experience. Right, right, right. Makes sense. And and I think my next, uh, the next slide here is one of the things, you know, we, we, we touched upon, uh, especially in terms of creating, creating the actual, actual audio ad. Um, maybe talk us through that a little bit. How does, how, how did the audio creative tools work? Yeah, this is one of my favorite parts of the platform because I think it just is really fun and and very cool. Um, You can, of course, upload your own audio ad uh, if you have one or if you have those resources in-house or an agency to work with. Um, But if you don't, at no extra charge beyond the cost of the campaign already, uh, we'll produce it for you. And so a little hard to time my narrative with the gift we have here, but essentially (laughs) um, what you do is um, you say, you know, I want your help to help me create one. Um, You can type in your script. You can choose the voiceover artist. So their accent, the language, um, their profile, whether it's younger, older, male, female voices. Um, You can give the voice actor some uh, sort of tips and information about how to pronounce your brand or product, um, the tone that you want them to achieve when they're reading your ad. Um, And then you can pick through our library of background tracks or add your own if you have one that you have the rights to. Um, And, you know, once that's shipped off and um, you've, you know, given us all that information, within 24 to 48, 48 hours, you'll receive an email that says your ad is ready to review. You can listen to it and make make edits and changes from there um, and then set it live when it's ready. It's a surprisingly quick turnaround time in terms of getting getting these live because I imagine that that can't be easy logistically. Yeah, it's um, we've really created a very like scaled process to do this, and so that's that's really something that I think, uh, as I mentioned before, that sort of um, ability to be more flexible with your creative, um, make changes on the fly. It's it's really possible because of that short turnaround time. And I think this is really kind of what what sold sold Spotify as to me is like the ability to because this this really is as we discussed in the beginning this could be a barrier to entry getting that actual asset that audio asset ready to uh, for uh, for advertising um, so kudos to you guys for building out uh, building out a really great process thank um, you cool uh, I think. Uh, we have a few more topics here to cover before we before we open up into Q and A, and I think the the next one we wanted to talk about a little bit before we hop into maybe the the supermetric side of things is measuring and optimizing campaigns on Spotify ads. So how do you how do you guys approach? Do you maybe have any built in tools for for optimizing that? I I know that there have been a lot of questions in chat about this basically. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I think one one main piece of Uh, or one main point to get across here is that um, because this is a digital medium um, and is, you know, over the internet, it's streaming, it's real time, um, it's much more, much more measurable than you would expect with traditional audios, things like radio. Um, And so just like your digital ads on social or 
um, other platforms, um, we can actually report on actual impressions, the amount of unique people that you reach, at what frequency, what was the completion rate, how many people clicked on the ad, um, how many clicks did you get, what was that click-through rate, um, what are some audience insights as well, you know, what types of people engage with or listen to your ad. Um, and so there's, there's just a lot more, um, it's a lot more similar to digital media in that respect than it is to, um, to things like radio or other more traditional mediums. Um, so, so really we offer a real-time reporting dashboard where you can, um, you know, understand all of those metrics. Um, and then of course we work with reporting partners like Supermetrics, um, to help you really monitor your campaigns, not just within Spotify's UI, but across all of your media, um, and really doing that at scale. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. And I'm, 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 I'm glad you kind of, you called that out a little bit. We'll of course go through some of some examples of how, how we, uh, how we work together here actually in the very, uh, very next section. But, uh, there's also, I just, I just saw this, uh, there's a question right as we move to, to the previous, the optimizing question about the turnaround time for creating audio. And, and we just mentioned that it's about, uh, 24 to 48 hours, which is again, lightning lightning fast um all right but on to kind of how we work together now you 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 obviously mentioned that um that you at spotify ads you provide a, a reporting dashboard within the platform um but supermetrics where we come in is kind of a more a, a way to of streamlining your your data delivery across a number of different channels not just spotify ads but uh, obviously we'll talk primarily about spotify spotify ads here today so what supermetrics first of all if you've never heard of supermetrics we are the leading marketing data pipeline provider so we essentially streamline the delivery of data from a number from all major sales and marketing platforms including uh spotify advertising to to the reporting tools you guys in the audience already are familiar using so we have a few examples here on the size like google's data studio google sheets uh a number of our data warehouses etc but essentially a lot of you probably already use some kind of reporting tool and supermetrics essentially allows you to bring all that data in from uh from all of your marketing uh and sales platforms into one place so it really kind of lets you lets you get the data without the chaos you don't have to log into a bunch of uh a bunch of different platforms and the way we do it with Spotify ads, this is just what I have on the screen here is just one example. Our, um, uh, but essentially what it all starts with is you first authenticate with, with Spotify ads. We've, uh, the cool thing here is that you can usually do it directly from the reporting tool you use, like the example I have here on the screen would be Google Sheets. Uh, a lot of our integrations are built directly into the reporting tools where you can kind of open it up within your reporting tool, authenticate, and immediately start mo moving data. You can do it again directly within uh, within the reporting tool or then in the in the Supermetrics UI, especially for, uh, for some of our uh, kind of data warehouse and data lake transfers. Um, one cool thing here, I think in terms of how we work with Spotify ads is that you can actually connect multiple uh, Spotify ads accounts and bring data in from multiple accounts into, into one place. This is especially useful if you're like a, a major marketing agency doing Spotify advertising for a bunch of businesses and you need to have access to a bunch of different accounts and a bunch of different data. Or if you're like a major kind of uh, conglomerate or a, or a bigger organization that has multiple smaller brands that advertise independently on different Spotify ads accounts. Um, you can actually connect a bunch of accounts and bringing data into one unified view without having to log in and log out and log back in and, uh, onto multiple different times and multiple uh, for multiple different, uh, but multiple uh, different accounts. Um, and once you've done it, you essentially are able to start pulling that data directly into the reporting tool you use. So it literally lets you query basically any data you have in or transfer any data you have available to you in Spotify ads and building those queries takes literally less than a minute and you can slice and dice that data in any way in any form uh, directly in the reporting tools uh, reporting tools that you use so in that way it makes it a little more flexible in terms of how you want to look at the data in terms of maybe 
week on week breakdowns, month on month breakdowns, year on year, you can do uh, slightly more comparisons, of course, again, depending on, on the tool, uh, the tool that you use. And again, these queries and these data transfers can usually be set up directly in the reporting tool you use. Like for example, here in, in, in Google Sheets, you could do it in Google Data Studio. Um, for, for a lot of our data warehouse tools and data lakes solutions, we offer our query manager product where you can kind of set stuff up in the Supermetrics UI and then, and then transfer it to your destination of choice. So really simple and easy, no code required, just pull the data in uh, and, and off you go. And one, uh, one thing kind of advantage, maybe we talked, of course, about one of the advantages that, um, that this brings in terms of you can connect multiple different accounts, you can connect um, multiple different brands and view reports in one unified location. So you can kind of, with that data, it means that you're able to create this, this example here is from actually our, our, our Google Data Studio uh, default template, which means that you can pull that data in from multiple different locations and kind of get a centralized view on how things are going. All these reports are always fully customizable. You can view whatever metrics you want in any order you want, in any way you want, break them down by any type of granularity. And the cool thing here is that when you're using a, um, an outside reporting tool, maybe Google Data Studio, maybe it's Sheets, whatever, whatever you have in-house, you can share those reports more freely with other people around the organization, even people that can't log in, necessarily log into uh, to, to Spotify ads. You can take that data and present it to your stakeholders, whether that's your, your CMO or maybe your clients. If you're an agency, you can really easily give people access and gain that kind of data transparency. Another cool thing, of course, thinking about, we've talked about a lot how, how these channels typically complement each other. Um, you can bring in data from multiple different networks, Spotify ads, maybe you're running some social media advertising, some search advertising. You can bring in results into one view and kind of have, have a, a clean view of all your networks in, in one place. And one thing, one thing I noticed, uh, Katie here, and I'm, I'm not sure, maybe I, I just wasn't seeing it in, in, um, in uh, Spotify advertising, but we're able, if, if we're, for example, looking at this report here on the screen, it's a little small, but you see the impressions by region. And I wasn't able to find an impressions by region breakdown in the, in the uh, native reporting tool. Maybe it's just not, uh, not me finding it, but again, this kind of, the Spotify API provides even more data than is necessarily always shown on screen in the advertising suite. So you really have a wide variety of things you can break down the data by. Yep, that's exactly right. Um, I think like these integrations, um, like with Supermetrics, give you the opportunity not only to see your data, you know, across all the different channels you're running, but also to see different cuts than might be available in the UI itself. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So there are some advantages uh, when you use uh, you use a tool like Supermetrics for for reporting on the data. Uh, again, as as soon as those fields and, and data points become available in the Spotify API, they're always available for you to to pull in and play around with in your reports. All right, I promised about fifteen minutes for Q and A. We're at 12 minutes to the hour. So maybe we can move on to some, uh, to some open Q&A. And I know that uh, we walked through a few pretty quick examples here on the screen in slide format. Um, some of you may want to learn more. And if I'm not totally mistaken, there will be a poll sometime right about now where you can, you can indicate your willingness if, you, if you'd like to like to contact with us and, and have a bit of a more in-detail chat on how these platforms could, could work for you. All right. And I think, I don't know, I, I, I don't get the polls since I'm posting, but hopefully hopefully it went live for uh, live. Forever. There it is. Now I see it. Can I? I can't. I, I won't answer it. So. Um, all right. But yeah, let's, I guess we have a ton of questions here in the chat. So maybe let's start off with, something simple that at least I can, I can answer right off the bat. There was a question on the reporting template that I just had on the screen. So the, the, the one with the, the geo breakdown and some of those metrics from Spotify ads. And the question was that, is that something anyone can use? 
And yeah, that's actually our default template that's available to all of our Google, sta uh, Google Data Studio clients. And I think, I think every, uh, all registrants will be getting a follow-up email about, um, about the session and that actually will link you to, <laughs> to that, uh, that template. So you can, you can start using it immediately uh, if you want and, and test out and see how it works for you, especially if you're, you're a Data Studio user. Um, and I mean, Data Studio templates are super flexible, so you can take it and make it your own. You can change it completely, uh, break it down, build it back up again. Um, and we do have also, I will call out that we have a very great uh, professional services team in-house. So if you, if you want to, um, if, if you need some more different reporting needs, not directly in our default template, we can hook you up there as well. All right. I see a lot of questions already were answered directly by the team. Thank you guys for for handling those. There's so there's so many here. That's I see um, I see yeah. a trend with with some of the questions in here asking about um, premium subscribers to yeah. Spotify. So I'm happy to to address that one because I think that there's a fair amount of questions there. Um, so yeah, great question. So the way that our our offering works is that ads that run in music are uh, run towards our ad-supported listeners. So those are the folks who have free versions of Spotify um, and are that their, their listening is monetized through advertising. Um, and so for when you're running standard music ads, that's specifically targeting that free audience on Spotify. Um, one thing that I will note that is sometimes a, a common misconception is that um, there might be a difference in level of household income, for example, between folks who have free Spotify accounts and folks who have premium Spotify accounts. We've actually done a lot of um, research into that, and, and we don't see that as an actual trend um, when, you, when you actually look at the data. I understand where the, the misconception comes from, um, but we've seen people with, you know, across all different levels of household income um, who've just decided to be, to be free Spotify users. Um, perhaps they don't mind the ads so much. Um, and then on the podcast side, um, so as I mentioned, uh, within the U.S., we offer podcast advertising through Spotify Ad Studio. Um, and those podcast ads do get played to both free and premium listeners um, on Spotify. So that's just the one distinction. All right. Yeah, I saw a bunch of questions on that. So I'm glad you I'm glad you picked it up. Um, do you see anything else in there that you'd like to take a crack at? I have one. And uh, if you if you're still searching, you go ahead and I'll take a look for the next one. Yeah. So there's a question around the destinations that we transfer data too. Um, you see a few of them on the screen, but these are obviously not all of them. Um, so the question was specifically around the Amazon or the AWS ecosystem, like do we transfer data to data warehouses like Redshift and data lakes like S3? Uh, yes, yeah, we do. We, we support both Redshift and S3 uh, right out the box. We also have a number of of solutions beyond the, in, in the uh, Microsoft ecosystem beyond the Power BI that we have on the uh, on the screen here. We have Azure Synapse, Azure Storage, Azure SQL Database is going to be released very very soon. So um, so keep a lookout for that. So yeah, we we support all major um, data warehousing and, and data lake solutions. And then we have our Supermetrics API uh, product, which allows you to essentially deliver data to to any destination that you use, even those that we we don't have built out of the box. And, and I will mention, I can't, I can't say yet what it is, but we're going to be releasing a huge, uh, huge new destination very soon. So I can't, I probably already said too much, but just keep your, keep your eyes peeled. There's going to be a pretty cool release later this year. Very nice. I love a, a roadmap preview. Um, <laughs> I'll call out a question that I think is another kind of trend in some of the questions we've gotten. Um, so someone asked, where does Spotify ads fall within the purchase funnel? Do you see more brands and campaigns are for awareness and more top of funnel campaigns or, or bottom of funnel with conversion goals? Mm -hmm. um, which I think is a really smart question to ask. Mm -hmm. um, the way that audio ads uh, typically work right now, we're seeing a lot more um, kind of fall in that upper funnel brand awareness kind of category. Um, as some of you intuited, uh, it's not always the, the most like clicky format if you're looking to drive sort of last click attribution, mm -hmm. um, you know, what's the last thing that's going to get someone to, to make a purchase in that moment. Um, but it's, it's as I mentioned before, um, a really important uh, way to round out your strategy to build that awareness um, and build that sort of uh, consideration for your brand and product mm -hmm. um, and then partner with other channels and other types of media um, to really drive that kind of last click um, and last purchase. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Really cool. Very cool. 
There's a question here from, from Adam around, around uh, supermetric pricing. So you're a customer already. Uh, and yeah, you have a question about adding, adding the Spotify ads connector to your existing tier. Depending on what plan you're on, um, super, uh, you should be able to add uh, you should be able to add the the ads, Spotify ads connector uh, to your existing tier for for quite a low fee. I believe it's thirty five dollars a month. Um, it again, it depends a little on what package you're on, but we need maybe a little more detail uh, to answer that. But yeah, essentially, you can add you can add connectors at a, at quite a low fee to to existing tiers. Mm, do you, Katie, do you promote a lot of book products on Spotify advertising? Interesting. We do have um, like book publishers as a, a category on Spotify. Um, so certainly um, could see that. And in fact, books as a is actually an interest um, category that we offer in targeting. So you can target people who have historically expressed interest in, in books based on what they've listened to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's... Uh... I, I don't think I, I specifically was trying to listen to some to, to some Spotify, uh, some some ads on Spotify recently just to hear kind of what kind of stuff is going on. That's where I got the the, the, the running shoot example. But I I um I, I didn't hear any books. There's a question from Lakshmi around around LinkedIn ads. Yes, we, we connect with LinkedIn ads as well. That's part of our one of our uh, very, very standard connectors works perfectly fine alongside Spotify ads. Is the Spotify ads platform available in Portugal, Katie? Uh, you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> I don't believe that we're live in Portugal, but I can double check that and, and let you all know. In the end, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get back to you on that one. Uh, so, sorry for putting I see a question in here that I think is a really good one. Um, the question is, um, are ads in digital audio disruptive, especially when you are, you know, so keenly involved listening to a particular topic? Um, mm -hmm. It's a great question. It's actually something that um, we try to do a lot of education around how to make sure that you're not just necessarily kind of copy pasting your approach in, for example, radio ads that might be like a bit loud and a bit um, sometimes aggressive. Um, to really capture that attention um, within Spotify, we really try to make the ad experience um, as seamless and um, as uh, enjoyable as we possibly can for our listeners. Um, and in fact, we've heard from some listeners um, and anecdotally that they really look forward to ad breaks as sort of like a break in the content. You think about when you're listening to a podcast, um, sometimes it's nice to just kind of have that moment where you, you might be listening to a very intense topic and then you have an opportunity to kind of take a step back um, listen to something else and then come back in uh, to the information later. Um, very cool question from from Joy. Can you get TikTok ads with Supermetrics? Yes. Yeah, you can bring in. It's actually on the screen here as well, right below Spotify advertising. That's also, and we were talking about that as well, right, Kitty? How um, combining Spotify advertising with advertising and, and, and content in general on channels like TikTok and Snap uh, really magnifies that. Okay. Anything else in here you'd like to answer? I think we might have have time for, for, for one more. We have two, two minutes left before we have to sign off. There are so many great questions in here. <laughs> I feel like, so, so for everybody in the chat, we're obviously, so we're also going to be doing, I think, hopefully a, a little roundup in um on the session so a lot of these questions we just will never have time to answer so maybe we can follow up with uh with some content around a lot of these this is an interesting one um are there any restrictions when running an ad on the spotify platform what kind of restrictions do you have in place i think that's it maybe is that a good one to sign off on <laughs> Sort of an odd one to end on, but that's all right. Um, so, so there are some restrictions. We have an ads policy, and so um, we have every ad go through a human review process to make sure that they meet um, our policies. Um, they're not, you know, promoting fraudulent products or um, categories that might be sensitive to our listeners. Um, so you can find that that full ads policy on our website. Um, but we do have that kind of moment of of ad review because we're really focused on again creating a really uh, enjoyable. Um, you know, brand safe and, and listener safe environment on Spotify. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Very, very, quite standard stuff, I guess, for, for an ads network. All right. But with that, I think, you know, we're approaching the top of the hour. 
with that, I'd just like to I'd like to say that thank you all for for joining us today. It's been and Katie especially, it's been a pleasure having you um, share your wisdom around around digital audio audio advertising in general and just just the space. Um, do you have maybe any last words of wisdom before we before we sign off? No last words of wisdom. Um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. Um, I'm really excited about this partnership um, and I hope to see you all testing out digital audio soon. Very cool. Very cool. Well, if that's it, then, and everybody here, if you have a long, some of us have a long weekend coming up. I know I do. If you do, please enjoy it. Take it easy. And yeah, we will see you at the next one. Bye everyone. Thanks everyone. And that's the end of today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. Before you go, make sure to hit the subscribe button and leave us a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening. If you'd like to kickstart your marketing analytics, check out the 14-day free trial at supermetrics.com. See you on the next episode of the Marketing Analytics Show.